0: Welcome back to another episode of Mrs. King's Chronicles, a podcast for Scarecrow Mrs. King fans. I am Taya Johnston, and I'm joined by my fellow podcasters and friends, Lexi Fema and Jen Peterson. We are here to discuss season two, episode 15, A Relative Situation. This
1: episode was filmed and shown 15 out of 23 season two episodes. It aired February 11th, 1985. It was filmed before A Little Sex, A Little Scandal, but it was shown afterward. I'm not sure why, because the order became obvious when looking at Amanda's hair, which is short and then long in this episode. The director was Rob, Bob Sweeney. This is his first SMK episode, and he also directs two other season two episodes, Odds on a Dead Pigeon and Murder Between Friends. The episode was written by Joan Brooker and Nancy Edo. They seem to have been a writing duo, also writing season four's A Need to Know together as well. They are also known for writing The Love Boat, Gimme a Break, MacGyver, Charles in Charge, and Full House. <laughs> so the guest stars for this episode, the first one I'll talk about is the gentleman who played Colonel Clayton. It is Arlen Dean Snyder. He's best known for his role in Dallas and One Life to Live. He also graced the set of mini series, including Private Benjamin, Benson, Remington Steele, Trauma Center, Magna P.I., My Favorite Hunter, and Designing Women. His last acting role was in 2005. General Patterson was played by William Bryant. He was born in 1924 in Detroit, Michigan, for you ladies. <laughs> he is known for many TV series starting in 1950 including Gunsmoke, The Rockford Files, Bionic Woman, Emergency Police Story, etc. And his last appearance was in 2001, and that was the same year he died. So he really worked right up until the end, which if is My admirable. actual
2: nightmare is to work
1: and work and work and then die.
0: That's what happened to my dad. He didn't get yeah, to retire that's at all. Awful.
2: That's just. So I mean, that's awful.
1: a long stretch from 1950 to 2001 in, uh, in acting roles so he's gonna be in a long a long run yeah well it will it
2: will, it will. It genuinely will and he's i mean he's obviously chosen to do that but mm-hmm. there's a
1: lot of people that yeah run. it's wild uh the henchman working for general patterson was played by carl Sofalia and he's interesting because he has a long career as an actor a stuntman and a stunt coordinator wow if you look at his resume it has just as much many mi- stunts and stunt coordinator positions as he does acting. In fact, I think even more. He had worked on stunts since 1979 and is still actively working as a stunt coordinator in current productions in 2019. Wow. He also acted in many TV series as gunmen, security guards, or goons, which makes sense. His longest acting job was in Walker, Texas Ranger. And another big stuntman in this episode is Michael Vandrell, who played Lieutenant Montell. He was a stunt coordinator for many series, including Barnaby Jones, Kung Fu, The Legend Continues, Lost, and City of Angels. So a lot of stunt work Yeah. in this one.
2: A
0: lot of testosterone <laughs> floating around that set, I <laughs> <Yeah>. bet.
1: <laughs> so the waitress in the diner when Lena and go for coffee, and only coffee. Oh my God, was that was funny. By Ruth Cobart. No, she no pie. She did on Broadway, <laughs> yeah. including appearing as Miss Hannigan and Annie, which is interesting. Oh, wow. I wanted to go back and Annie. check her out on that. She appeared in several theater productions with Andrea Marcovici. Oh. Or, played Ava. Cinelli, season one's Lost and Found. And those productions included Starry, Starry Night and A Galaxy on Fury. She also played Iris Frankel on Bob, the TV series with Bob Newhart as well as appearing in several other series, such as Chips, Trapper John, and Murphy Brown. So she seems like a character. I'd right? Let's go back and see some of her other roles. And um, Lastly, the maitre d' at the restaurant was played by Roy Stewart, who um, has a small role in this part, but he also plays in, in season four of Sour Grapes. And I don't remember what um, role he had in that one, but I guess we'll see him.
0: He might be Levin. the the guy, that the butler type, at um, when they go to that wine.
1: That's what I was wondering. Yeah. Was the big wine house. Mm-hmm. So on an added note, I wanted to talk about filming. This episode was filmed at Harold Lloyd's Green Acres Estate in Beverly Hills. And this estate has been used in several TV episodes in, uh, of Police Woman, Matt Houston, Dynasty, Heart to Heart, and also several movies, including Death, Death at Love House in 1976, which starred Kate Jackson and Robert Wagner. And also Fair Toys Angels fan, Farrah Fawcett's 1981 movie, Murder in Texas. So it's actually a lot of different TV and movies were filmed there. So. It
0: does look, you know, like oddly familiar. You know, it does.
1: <laughs> so, yeah, that'll do it for guest stars.
2: In this episode, we meet Lee's uncle who is wrongfully accused of treasonous activities. Lee and Amanda work together to clear his name. So this episode starts with a bunch of planes. Okay, fine. Flying Way in to go! Formation. That's, that's okay. accurate. Okay. A bunch of planes Planet's flying in fantasy. formation. Yeah, it looks like it's a uh, uh, good call, Jen. Looks like it's from a Top Gun scene, and um, we're hearing a lot of uh, directives going over the radio. It's uh, we've got the subtitles on, so it says the pilot saying it, and it Roger, looks, Roger. Yeah, it looks like they're gonna attempt um, some sort of pretty unique maneuver um they've got like four planes going and they're all going upside down oh, which is just man. i mean like to to even myself uh little lexi here imagining being in one plane doing that to imagine being part of a formation where four planes are doing right it next at to
0: each other time, like
1: that is just
0: what looks yeah. like inches away from each other yeah
1: well and it's not only that it's like the feeling on your body yeah i think i would. i i did that um Rocket launch at Walt Disney World. I hope you guys have done that. It's like the orange mission space and it simulates you getting launched. Yes, on a rocket.
2: yes, I did that too, Jen. Wasn't that crazy? And, and did you do God. the intense one? Yeah. Yes. It's so weird because you you like genuinely feel like there's all this pressure on your body. It's so weird. Julia wouldn't do it. She was afraid because they're like, if you're scared or if you're, you know, whatever, she's like, no, I can't do it. So she was literally in the simulation and had to like leave before they shut the door because she was so scared. But it was intense. (laughs) I mean, because it's
1: just like so. It's like a lot of of, like G-Force on your body. Yes, yes, then.
0: is it and the full force, force or is I it like a portion? Because most,
1: like <laughs> most people throw up. Because most people will throw up and like
0: pass out. Some yeah. people pass out. It was a well, lot. what
1: I've realized is that you really have to have a strong, to be a pilot or anything yeah. like that, like you have to have such a strong tolerance. So that's like the closest, obviously, i get get getting launched into orbit. But yep. um, yeah, it was a little intense. Yep. Not, not to mention that it was very claustrophobic. Yeah, so I tight. It was um, so
2: tight in there. I have to believe that it's
0: not the same I'm level sure of G force. So can you imagine, like at like the oh, real yeah. thing? Yeah. I mean, people like vomit all over, and yeah.
2: they had vomit bags ready Did for they? Your use. Oh my god! Yes. Yes.
0: that makes my stomach hurt right now. Yep. Just thinking about it. I mean, it.
2: It was, I just remember like I felt like my brain was being crushed.
0: It was <laughs> yeah. so much. Oh wow! Yeah. They really must know. have
1: people freak out in there all the time. Yes, oh,
0: yeah, I bet. I don't, I don't i don't think i know i couldn't do that one
1: if julia
2: had gone in she would have cried she's that type of person she can't handle any <laughs> thrilling anything so yeah i mean it was a lot it was a lot a lot so Jenna i can't handle it that's is, awesome it is like an
1: orange ride it's yeah. like Oof. you know yeah they warn you they try to warn you yeah
2: they get i mean like the, you cannot walk three feet without there being some sort of warning like do not do this if you are even <sighs> remotely any of these conditions if you're scared like just don't do it just walk away go to another ride (laughs) (laughs) that's funny yeah i'm
1: glad you did it lexi yeah
2: yeah no of course i'm a thrill seeker so no worries there yeah as long as i'm strapped in i'll do anything (laughs) that's a life metaphor for you there's a little insight into lexi's personal life wow
0: so many images are going through (laughs) my mind right now
2: here we go all
0: right <laughs> so, <laughs> so anyway. i just want to point out yeah. that i mean i could have done this i mean they crashed so i could have done that yeah
2: yeah so unfortunately that really uh intense four plane formation ended up going kaboom on the ground and it's all blown up and so how did they get that footage uh it's i mean honestly the footage looked pretty old so it had to offend from something else that they just
1: blew up
0: right you know? but i mean like what if i mean
1: or air shows. Air shows have that sort of thing all the time. Uh, right. But
0: the like they're days. accidents, right? They're not something that they plan. So yeah. like, oh wait, let's see it go down. Okay. So it's, it it's doesn't really. Know. Okay. I was thinking yeah. it like showed because it's like, what if that's your, your spouse? Like, <laughs> and they just keep replaying it in a I TV know. show. Like, right. So it's, it's more just like far away and you can't tell what, what it
1: really mm-hmm. is.
2: Okay. Right. I was thinking I for think some reason. It and the was, then the
1: plane crashed.
2: Yeah. I That's it. Hold on. Let me go back. Like, you could see a wing, but I imagine it's something decommissioned. Yeah. So not that one, this one. Oh, yeah. See that wing?
0: Yeah, I mean, that's...
2: But that's... they would not use real footage. No way.
0: Well, what is that then? Like
2: I'm sure it's just a, like a decommissioned plane that they just blew up.
0: Okay, and because it, it looks like it was landing. You know what I mean? Like, trying to...
2: Really? It kind of did hmm. to me.
1: Yeah, you can see it coming yeah. in there.
0: Well, at... But... 202. Yeah. There is a silver doodle bug down the street from yep, the Capitol. Just want to say, just mm-hmm. want to point that out.
2: I also think that that transition oh, from the blow up scene. Yeah, that was to cool. Was cool. It, not great uh-huh. considering that you know you'd be building up or uh, blowing up a uh, pretty the important Capitol. building.
0: Yeah. No, but it looks like the Capitol yeah. blow up. Yeah, it yeah, does. It That's cool. kind of cool. I I don't know. Yeah, it's just a quick. You'd have to pause and probably, but it, it's like a double exposure kind of thing. Yeah, that yeah, was cool. Yep. Okay, the lady with the red purse is back. She's back. The Russian agent (laughs) is there. So this is kind of cool, I think. It kind of gives some insight into um, the growing friendship of Lee and Francine, I think, Mm -hmm. um, where uh, Francine is reading to pretty much the um, bullpen that, you know, all about, Colonel Clayton Lee's uncle, um, his troubles with his treasonous um, concerns uh, with the government, and she's you know reading it out from the paper to everyone, and then she realizes Lee is coming in, Mm -hmm. and she starts to to um, in order to spare his feelings, she starts reading from the um, um, like Dear Abby type section. She's like.
1: Or she's making it up, which is very creative on the fly. No, I think
0: she's reading it. I mean, (laughs) that's just too, like, spot on to be anything other than that.
1: Dear Mrs. Construction Worker, your husband's insistence on wearing his tool belt and hard hat to bed is not, as he claims, just a healthy involvement in his work. We suggest professional help. (laughs) Nice try, Francine. What? I've already read it.
0: But it is nice because normally... That would be something that she would do to get his, you know, to, to like, on. goad him, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's kind of nice that she's trying to spare him, his, fe- you know, spare his feelings, yeah. I think. It looks, you know, it shows some growth in their relationship. Mm-hmm. Or growth in her,
2: I guess. Yeah. I do like her um, blue sweater dress. I think it's very cute. It looks comfy. I like that it's kind of like a turtleneck, but not, because we all know my I don't like the collar, but... I do like the color. I think it's unique. It also is, like, kind of a twist on, like, a more formal... Like you know, judge's collar or something. That's what I was thinking, but I I don't know. I just the color it. is perfect on her. I mean, it looks really good. Yeah,
0: with her blonde hair and the blue eyes. Mm-hmm. Everybody kind of scatters, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, Billy's like, "Hey, any word from him?" He's like, "No," but you know, the colonel, you know.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So you get the sense that uh, Lee's not like a super big fan of him, right. <laughs> of his uncle, and then uh, Miss Sunshine mm-hmm. just kind of. Breezes in. Yep. <laughs> and she's in her Bombers outfit.
2: I think that that sweater that Amanda's wearing, the Bombers one, is really cute. It is cute. Yeah. I love the collar, like the red and the yeah, blue. Yeah. And the V. Yeah. Yep. It is cute.
0: So she stopped by just to drop off her receipts.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> she wanted to point out that there is a uh, one that might look a little odd because it was for perfume. And. <laughs> She's like, well, Lee used it on a case and he's and she's like, oh, that's what's different about you and your perfume. And Lee's like, come on, knock it off. But then he's like mad at Amanda. He's like, I told you I would pay for it.
1: I want to know what he ended up using it for.
0: Well, funny you should ask. One of the stories is about
1: that. (laughs) It's
0: called the atomizer Mon Amour. <laughs>
1: <Cute>. <laughs> Yeah.
0: so it's a story based on that so Amanda's explaining that she would normally not be worried about it but it was um, it was uh, French perfume so it was expensive and then she says uh, um, it was Monamour and uh, <laughs> Billy's like okay it sounds legit we'll we'll take care of it for you you know and uh, then of course. Francine's got to get just when you think she's showing some growth, right? <laughs> or at least when I think she's showing some growth, she's like, um, Can we get, you know, now that that's settled, can we, you know, get on with business? She's like, Unless, um, you know, she said something about you, Unless are you going to get your, she needs to get her typing transcriptions done by Tuesday. And she goes, Unless you have PTA. She goes, No, that's on Mondays. <laughs> and then, Francine has, of course, a a parting little dig. Yeah, dig at at, at Amanda. And uh, she's like, "Uh, you should hit Lee up for some uh, Le Tuan Wheat. She goes, "Uh, um, mon amour is passé. Now, I do want to point out the script that we have is a revised final draft, and it's from December 12th of 84. And Amanda's reaction here wasn't scripted. So it's probably a Kate thing, Mm -hmm. Um, but she's like, um, because it it doesn't, um, um, Francine makes the last comment and then leaves, but in the actual film version, Amanda's like, responds with kind of a roll of her eyes and a, you know, kind of a disgusted, you know, like, lady like grunt, (laughs) like she's, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. She repeats the perfume name and then like she's actually making note of it but hmm. you can tell it it was a little zing the the bomb that Francine set off uh hit its mark yeah as she intended i'm
2: sure you
1: mm-hmm. like how Lee kind of defends her by saying couldn't the perfume story wait in trying to save her some embarrassment
0: she's like i'm sorry <laughs>
1: <laughs> i really need to get those receipts in
0: <laughs> look at the look on his face mm-hmm. she's like okay and then all of a sudden, Lee gets a phone call and... Oh, look at it. It says a coach on the back. How cute. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Even after um, tearing up her leg, doing teaching him right. the hook slide, she still went back. You're right. How nice. Committed.
1: Yep. <laughs> Being a, a little league coach is very difficult. <laughs> I can't... I, uh, I'll give her props for that. Yeah. I, I used to vo- be a <laughs> volleyball
0: coach for 11 and 12-year-olds for three years. Yeah. It wasn't the it wasn't the kids that made me leave uh, yeah. stop doing it. It's yeah. the parents. Oh my gosh, they're horrible. Yeah, they're horrible.
1: Yeah. They
0: are. Yeah, you're like, um, I'm here because you can't do this. So, let me do my job. You know, like, yeah. let me do it. I was volunteering for two years of it, and then the third year I got paid. But
1: yeah. Ugh.
2: Well, <laughs> and just all the equipment
1: you have to carry around. Like, we have so much baseball oh. equipment in our suburban. Like. All the balls. I didn't have the too much. Rap. gear and the bases and the, oh my word. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. You should get something more for being a coach, a little coach.
0: <laughs> you can tell from Lee's um, body language mm-hmm. that he is uncomfortable with the call that he's getting. Uh, he straightens up right away and he says, yes, sir. You know, and at first you think, oh, he's talking to like the president or something. Cause he's done that before where he gets like a call from somebody like pretty high up in the government. Yeah. But this is very, he's very like at attention and yeah. very tense. Yeah. Just not comfortable at all. hmm. I really like his tie and his outfit's pretty good, too. Yeah, his tie's nice. And I like the blue. I always like him in blue and gray. We yep. just talked about that. I
2: know. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: So he's arguing on the phone with whomever is on the phone and saying, yes, sir. No, sir. <laughs> and Amanda just sits there and listens. And she, he's like, oh, gee, I'd love to, but I've got a date that night. And uh, well, my girlfriend and I are having some troubles. <laughs> and, you know, she's really jealous of our time together. <laughs> Amanda looks so uncomfortable.
1: Yep. She hangs her head.
0: He's like, is she knew. He's like, uh, oh, we actually have been seeing each other for some time now. <laughs> and he's looking at Amanda the whole time. Amanda. Amanda King, sir. <laughs> he's like, yes, sir. All right. All right. Uh, yes, I can bring her. And she's looking like, what are you sucking me into? Mm-hmm. She clears her throat. <laughs> he's like, uh, he looks so uncomfortable. Yeah. He's like, oh, Amanda, I need you to do a little favor for me. She's like, mm, so I gather her. So he explains that it was his uncle. And she's excited, you know, that he's talking to his uncle, that mm-hmm. he's got family. You know, she gets the warm fuzzies with all that stuff, you know, right. seems to. And uh, he explains, yeah, he's in town. He wants to have dinner. He tried to, sh- you know, blow him off by saying he had a date. But now he's making him bring her. So he's like, I'm stuck. So uh, you think you could? And she's like. Uh, Oh, Lee, look, I'm really flattered that you thought to ask me. And he goes, Oh, good. I was desperate. And she's like, Well, thank you so much. Now that (laughs) is also a Kate reaction. Um, It was unscripted. That was unscripted. Yeah, right. It's so her. It's um, unscripted too. this one. And this is a revised final. So because in the script, she just says, Thank you. Yeah. And that's it. And there's no stage direction like, you know, that Mm -hmm. she's put off by it or anything. It's just, yeah her picking up on it. He's like, I didn't mean it that way. I mean, you know, if you come along, uh, it'll make things a lot easier. <laughs> and of course, what a trooper. She, of course, does. Mm-hmm. She's excited, I think, to meet somebody, you know, Lee's family. it right. one and only family, yep. you know. It's sweet. I wanted to point this out because, um, ooh, that cute little car right there, that little one in the back. Mm. So, when they are, um, when they're pulling up, they're talking about uh, Lee. Um, having his car in the shop. Mm-hmm. And I mentioned to Lexi, um, Jen, that I'm like, you know why his car's in the shop? She's like, no, I don't get it. I, I was wondering about that. It just seems so odd mm-hmm. and random. And I said, well, it's because a few scenes later, he needs to be able to drive his uncle and Amanda, and you wouldn't be able to do that in the Corvette. So obviously they had to have a reason for him to have
2: mm-hmm.
0: a vehicle that had at least had a back seat, Right. So at least I mean, it's funny because those little things that normally they would, you know, the big things they don't pay attention to, and you're like, wow, that's a huge hole.
2: Yeah. This a small, it's a minor small minor
0: detail. detail they like yep. actually get on spot on, you know. Yep, it's pretty good. I do like her um, in white in that cream and white like that.
2: Yeah, I know you really. you I, really. Uh, I mean, she. Wears I like white the dress though. coats.
0: I like the okay. dress coats. I always think they look so do yeah they, they just make i don't know it just makes them look so much sharper to me sure. and guys and women you know,
1: I know. Mm-hmm.
0: like he's in a he's in one too yeah does she have pierced ears or
1: does she wear clip-ons
0: she wears clip-ons a lot here um but she also has um pierced ears because she has like little studs and stuff that she wears mm-hmm. but she does wear clip-ons a lot i've oh. noticed she's worn them in several episodes hmm. why do you ask that specifically here i don't
1: know just I noticed the pearl earrings are clip-ons
0: oh I know, I didn't know people still did that, even back then. Yeah. But I guess so. She's um, asking, you know, when the last time they saw each other, and he's like, "Uh, 82, she's like, oh, Lee, that's awful. You know, three years is awful. And he's like, well, you know, the Colonel... you know Robert Clay—it's Robert Clayton—and she's like the Colonel Robert Clayton who's being court-martialed. Mm-hmm. So obviously she's read the newspaper, right. and uh, and knows that just about the construction worker wearing his helmet to mm-hmm. bed, but also about the Colonel being court-martialed. So
2: yeah,
0: um, she's like, you know, you never said, you know, you didn't, you know, you never told me. And he's like, you knew that. And she's like, no, you always just called him the Colonel or your uncle. And he goes, or worse.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> but it's nice. She kind of. He sees it as the colonel had no choice but to raise him, and she's like, you know, you didn't have, he didn't have to do that. He could have said no. And, he, and Lee's um, view of it is that no, it's his duty, and he of course would always do it, even if he didn't want to, right. kind of thing. So he just has a um, darker view of it, mm-hmm. I would say. So they're in an officer's um, restaurant. I mean, it's like yeah. a officers' club. Yep uh and it just happens to be in the same strip of uh life of the party uh the um harry thornton's apartment yeah. their their hideaway from uh spiderweb or excuse me their hideaway from stenwinder all the mm-hmm. <laughs> it's all in that same little uh, area yeah. there on the ranch
2: it's hip-hopping that's for sure yeah in it is
0: place. <laughs> she does wear a lot of white though yeah but she doesn't drop stuff on it like I do.
2: I <laughs> would totally ruin it. The when first I have white, I it. always
0: drop something. Yeah. So Lee's mentioning that it's the first time that he's beaten his uncle anywhere. That he's like always got a synchronized watch, and right. and he just can't believe it. And she's like, "Oh, you make him sound so, you know, strict." And I forget what she said. You make him sound so.
1: They are kind of like that.
0: Yeah, I know. My
1: um, my mom's dad, who actually died in a plane crash. Oh, no. Was military. He was learning to fly when he died. But oh. she said that uh, he died when she was in high school. Oh, wow. Um, And she said that even on vacations, he would just be like waking him up at like 530 in the morning. Oh, She'd Jesus. have like a sleepover and have friends over. And he'd be waking them all up. And wow. <laughs> and gone, you know, like the synchronized every day at the same time.
0: My husband's dad was a career army guy but he wasn't like that he was actually uh yeah i mean he was definitely not the opposite of that but he also but he wasn't strict or it on how strict. not rigid comes in your
1: yeah you know i don't know i never got to meet him obviously so yeah the yeah. kind of guy he was but
0: and that'd be awful though you're on <laughs>
1: like, cages. <laughs> but he's lucky that we didn't kind of go the rebellious route You know, a lot of people who grow up in those
0: type... Well, it sounds like like he did growing up.
1: Yeah. Yeah, but it could have gone, like, bad, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, because he is successful and, as she says, responsible and a good
0: man. But we find out later that he's, like, gets kicked out of many schools. Oh, no, we found that out in Sudden Death, so Mm -hmm. season one. But, you know, you find out different things, little pieces Uh where he got kicked out of different schools and things like that. So he obviously had his time to shine as a uh, rebellious child (laughs) (laughs) but yeah he cleared him you know he cleaned himself up and
2: there's no way a guy that pretty <laughs> goes around town not getting into some kind of trouble. True. Very true. Very yeah, true. Despite who he was raised by.
0: <laughs> In fact, I always found that people that um, grew up with strict parents always were like the... the most rebellious. Most rebellious and uh-huh. always the, you know, got into the most trouble yeah. or, or did, didn't did get into trouble, but they were super devious and they were doing th- things that they shouldn't. And, so true. Yeah. Um, So she says, oh, come on, Lee, you sound like you were raised by a machine. He's like, Amanda, I was raised by a career military officer. It amounts to the same thing. (laughs) (laughs) Ouch. So then we see a car pull up and um, a colonel comes out and it happens to be uh, Lee's uncle. And he sends the the guys his, his aides on their way and heads in for dinner. He seems like a nice guy, very affable, you know, just laid back and Mm -hmm. nice to the guys. Respectful.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And then he interacts with Lee.
0: Yeah. And then they just seem to be like oil and water.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
0: And then Amanda's trying to explain to Lee. She's like, I'm sure he really cares about you. He goes, oh, come on. Man, he, The man called me diaper duty until my 16th birthday. <laughs> she goes, well, he must have done something right. Look at the way you've turned out. You're successful, hardworking, honest, gorgeous. I mean, uh, oh, that was me. <laughs> sorry. A man, uh, man, any man would be proud. That's sweet.
2: To have you as a son.
0: Oh, I, I just, oh, sorry. Oh, just
2: be proud. Okay.
0: Any man would be proud to, to have you as a son.
2: Mm-hmm. Thank you. I think that's important.
0: Yeah, you're right. So then you hear off camera, you hear, hello, Skip. And then Lee is like up and at I know, attention. And he
2: doesn't even like look him in the eye. Yeah, he doesn't. I, I, I was like, oh, Lee, that's so not cute. <laughs> <I was> not <laughs> he's like a lap
0: dog, yes. you know? Yeah. yeah
2: he's not here for it. <laughs> but
0: you can, it just shows you like that's how he was yeah. raised to, you know, that's what you did as soon as you got, you were at attention, you know? Yeah. That's interesting. And then he's like, uh, Colonel Amanda, may I present Colonel Robert Clayton? And Amanda doesn't get up. She just reaches Mm -hmm. over and shakes his hand, which can you rewind a little bit? I think they have like a little fumble with the the handshake, if I'm not mistaken. I noticed it last night. Yep, they did. There's like a little fumble. Hmm. And he seems to warm to Amanda right away.
2: Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, she's so far from Lee's usual type. Yeah, of course, it's gonna be like, who is this classy lady?
0: She's within the range of his his own age. <laughs> right. the, the Lee's own age. Yeah. What's going on?
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, quick general military question: Is uh, Colonel like the highest rank? In- no, no.
0: Then you have general.
2: But he's like, and then you high have you know
0: three star, four star okay. general. But yeah, colonels, uh, colonels, good. Yeah. Okay. Um, my husband's dad was Mm non-commissioned, meaning he didn't go to like, um, ROTC or through like West Point or anything like okay. that. He but he went as high as he could as a non-commissioned officer, so he was a sergeant major. Okay, that's the highest you can go as an enlist- enlisted.
2: Okay, very guy. cool.
0: But he was 82nd Airborne, so he was jumping out of planes and stuff like that. Crazy. Out, of, out of out of a perfectly good plane.
2: Wow. <laughs> yeah.
0: So he was in Vietnam, and then my dad was in Vietnam.
1: Wow. Yeah. Hmm.
0: Yeah. Was your dad in Vietnam, Jen? No. No.
1: My uncle was though, and. In- came back with um i think it may have been chemical exposure but he oh. had like um degenerative brain like oh. almost like alzheimer's at early onset but it
0: like how soon after a
1: toxicologist i like, could kind of know they did so much spraying agent orange and other things yep
0: that's that's how my my father-in-law died.
1: Yeah, Yeah, from the Agent Orange. He He had lung cancer. 40 or something. Oh my gosh, wow. Yeah, forty-five.
0: it was like 40 or 45
1: probably. Wow. No, it was probably 40.
0: There's kind of a power struggle too because when Lee and Amanda arrived at the restaurant, he asked to to have a a window table and Mm -hmm. then when they got seated, he... They got seated in the middle of the room and, and Lee's like, hey, I thought I asked for a window table. And the major d' says, the colonel preferred this table. He's like, of course. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you can <laughs> see, like, sit by the
1: window? Yeah,
0: yeah, it's like that power struggle, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. between the two. Like if one says it's blue, the other one says, no, it's black, you know, mm-hmm. just just for the sake of argument. Mm-hmm. And then the colonel asked for a wine menu and, and Lee you know, says, oh, we should, you know, get a Pramod that's really good in 82 and he, or 81. And he said, uh, I well, for
2: the 82, he's
0: like the 81 is a vintage crop. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I prefer he goes, we'll have the 82. It's like whatever he says, he wants to just contradict him, yeah. you know, or just to show that he's yeah. still
2: in power. Yeah.
0: And probably, you know, he's going through this. This is probably even it's probably even more important for him to have some control because he has no control over right. what's going on with the court-martial so yep. this is probably even more mm-hmm. you know important that he has that yeah that power
2: and he's probably also being like hey there's this like a little fine lady over here <laughs> I can't let my nephew show me out <laughs> also I'd like to say that he is significantly shorter than Lee so he also probably has a little bit of Napoleon control
0: <laughs> oh, I interesting oh, yeah. I don't think he's that short though uh,
2: I mean he looked pretty short compared to Lee. When
0: okay. They were we'll CNA. have to yeah, I'll have to see when he stands next to to Amanda.
1: It's funny, but both of them are probably you know if he accepts my accepts my opinion, he respects me, And I, neither one of them will like just do it like because I do that to people to let them. You know, I mean, you want to let people express themselves and feel important, but both of them are doing that to each other. Like, well, if he respected me, he would get the wine I one. And he's like, he, you know, <laughs> back and forth. Just
0: a power struggle. Then Lee just jumps right in and says, you know, about the court-martial, you know, he's like, sorry, I was sorry to hear about that, you know, and then he asks what happened. The colonel's kind of dumbfounded. He's like, one minute they were in a 180 rollover slipping into an inside loop. The next minute they were gone. It's like, okay, he's you know kind of perplexed by that like Mm -hmm. and uh the colonel's like that's a bunch uh they lee had said it was um you know a dangerous maneuver and he's like no that's a bunch of nonsense he's flown it himself Mm -hmm. and he's run it as a flight leader and and it wasn't any more dangerous than anything else Mm -hmm. you know
2: but he was like really combative as soon as yeah he's like i heard it was a dangerous maneuver and he's like
0: that's nonsense yeah Yeah, he jumped right on him
2: really yeah yeah Mm So then, good old Amanda. <laughs> she tries, tries to divert to it, really diffuse the situation, asking about an appetizer. And
0: Does anybody want to split that an appetizer? She's you. looking around like, and then oh. They
2: just ignore her. This made me cringe so hard. Well, I
0: I would do, I would do what Amanda did. I would try and diffuse it and be like, hey, what this looks good. <laughs> are, are you going to try that? You
2: know. I would be trying to melt into the carpet. <laughs> That's what I would be doing, or say like. Oh no! I uh... I forgot I left my stove on. I have to go home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes, anything to get to get well, out of there.
1: Well, this is why we <laughs> brought her along. Yes. Yep, exactly. <laughs> You're so right. Why I was Amanda, wasn't <laughs> excited.
0: <inside. laughs> you weren't born yet, my dear. But
1: oh. <laughs> I
2: guess.
0: And we were jail bait if we went.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: But um, Jen, would you? What would you do? Would you react like Amanda, or would you react like Lexi? What was
1: Lexi's?
0: That she would want to melt into the carpet and leave and like hide.
1: (laughs) Yeah, uh, me too. Because my family was very like combative, like that. Emotionally charged, and so I was always the voice of reason, trying to calm uh, my dad or whoever down. Sure. So that's my natural tendency, but I've actually seen these sort of exchanges highly heated at work.
0: Oh yeah. Between two,
1: uh, like a, a manager and somebody. And that is when I kind of want to crawl under the table. Yeah. So I think it depends if I feel like I can control it or not or have an impact or not. Yeah. But, yeah, I'd probably be
0: more like Amanda. She's. Hmm. Now, Lexi, I beg to differ. I think you would just start laughing.
2: I probably would
0: start laughing. She has the most odd reaction yes. to, to, like, bad news yeah. or sad things mm-hmm. or awkward things. So true. She starts laughing. I like.
2: And it's not hysterically necessarily laughing. I think it's funny. It's that yeah. that's my coping response. Yeah, like any, it is the it, weirdest okay. thing. Jen. And to be honest <laughs> with you, it's opposite. mostly men in yeah. authoritative tones, and it's also because of my home situation. It was like an adapted behavior. I've I've discovered and um, so yeah it it sparks uh, it is the most awkward thing though because like I'll tell her something sad and she just starts laughing
0: and I'm like okay you should never go to a funeral (laughs) like
2: ever I, I always I do and I don't mean to
0: no, I get why you do it. It makes total sense. Yeah. Like, it was probably 10 like, years of psychotherapy to figure that out, you know, for most people. For
2: sure.
0: But it, it's interesting. But it's the most yeah. awkward thing to actually see happen because you're just like, oh, you're like, okay, that's not appropriate. I, and I know it's not. And
2: I'm like, I'm so sorry. I can't, I like, can't control it. i like, just pretend I'm crying. <laughs>
0: And it's it's just really yeah. odd. It's yeah. really kind of like you're you're like, am I having like an outer They're body like, what the
1: experience?
2: What
1: is wrong with you? Is <laughs> <laughs> that like trying to lighten up the situation or like, no, no? She it's, she it's is just, so uh, uncomfortable yep.
2: that that's <laughs> what she
0: does. She laughs, <laughs> and it's so weird
2: yep. at work. At, at when at she degree.
0: first did it, I was like, okay, what the hell is <laughs> this? You know, because it's,
2: it's uncomfortable. I understand why
0: else. she explained it, and I'm like, oh, that it makes total sense. Yeah. But it's just the most Thing.
2: it is because totally you're is. like
0: you'll be sad and she'll not appropriate. and you're like tearing up or something and then she'll be like laughing and you're like okay that's so not nice but she doesn't that's her way of coping it's just I'm the weirdest thing
1: my tears. <laughs> yeah.
0: it's really funny
2: mm-hmm. I'm glad you understand that. Cause oh, I, I do. I imagine it's probably really weird. And
0: her face turns bright, bright, like fire yes. engine red. Fire engine.
2: Because I'm trying to hold it in. Yeah. And I can't. Because I just have to let it out. Yeah. Like how people are like, oh, I'm crying. I'm sad. I got to let it out. Mine is laughter. Yeah. so It's funny. It's
0: it's, it's just weird. At first, I was like, what?
2: This girl's fucked This up. girl is mean. Like, what is that? <laughs> yeah sure. <laughs> i don't funny. mean to but yeah i would definitely probably laugh in this situation but i would be trying to get out of it i would be trying to diffuse it in a way where i could leave like trying to be like yeah oh, like okay well you guys just sort this out and i got <laughs> tell me all. when you got it all figured yeah. out
0: yeah like, where i would yeah jen and i are probably both the peacemakers mm-hmm. yeah
1: yeah, Amanda does it both ways. She lights up with the, with the food talk, but she also kind of tries to get in their heads a little bit, like like you're saying, talking to Lee about well, yeah, have to do that. And then later she's talking to Colonel Clayton, and she's saying, "Well, he's his own man now, and he has his own ideas." So she is trying to.
0: And have you, you know, told him that kind her? of thing, trying to get him to communicate to yeah. each other? Yeah, yeah, it definitely is good.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's just what they need, you know, that little well, push. Honestly,
1: she side she's actually kind of saying both sides so they can understand each other because otherwise if she just took lee's side and was like oh he's a jerk that doesn't help it either
0: right you know? it just feeds into what he's already mm-hmm. thinking but yeah she's like a mediator you know yeah. mm-hmm. you can tell she cares for lee a great mm-hmm. deal and and then she even by association she cares for the colonel you know right, right yeah. away so lee asks the colonel uh who his attorney is and The colonel then advises him that he is going to be representing himself. And Lee's like, that is not a good idea. But, Mm -hmm. you know, there's no getting through to this man. He's very, obviously very stubborn. We know Lee's very stubborn. We know Amanda's very stubborn. But... I mean, the colonel's like set in his ways to the detriment of his own, you know, well-being. Right. So Lee's saying, you know, don't you need to build a defense and, you are you know, build a defense? He's like, I don't need a defense. I have, I didn't do anything wrong. Mm -hmm. And Amanda's like, boy, the stuffed mushrooms look Mm -hmm. great. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's so funny. She's looking around like she's worried about people hearing them. But what does she do every other episode (laughs) but sit there and talk out? Right. In front of people and have people staring at her all the time. So you'd think she'd be used to it by Maybe. now. But she's not the
2: one causing the commotion. Yeah, so, <laughs> yeah, probably. That's so funny. Yeah.
0: I don't care for her hair here. I understand it's much better than the short bob that we see mm-hmm. later. Mm-hmm. Uh That we just saw and that we're going to see, yeah. and, sadly, many more times. Yep. But it just looks... I I can see why they had to cut it. Like, it's Mm -hmm. so helmet-looking. Yeah, Yeah,
1: especially in the scene. It gets better earlier on. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But the whole time I'm looking at it like, well, what happened to it? Is it damaged? Yeah. What's wrong with it? It's definitely
0: (laughs) damaged. She mentioned in in interviews, you know, that it was damaged and that they kind of, they did a little too much and then they had to cut it to fix it. Yeah. (laughs) It's funny. She's like, oh, this looks, uh, the salmon looks really good. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, you're right. The veal looks really good. And <laughs> Clayton goes, huh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like,
1: <laughs> it snaps him out of it. And then
0: he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So then we're at a hotel and there's a gentleman on the bed and he's talking to his girlfriend and he's feeling, it seems like he's very remorseful mm-hmm. and concerned about the the colonel's well-being mm-hmm. and his reputation And he's like, I have to tell him everything I know because, you know, he's, you know, he can't let the colonel go down for this because he knows he's innocent. Right. And he's like, I'll let you, you know, I'll talk to you after the proceedings. And then he tells his girlfriend, Elise, that he loves her. Mm -hmm. Good thing he has that conversation. You feel a little less sorry for him. At least he had that moment. Mm -hmm. Before he gets flung out of the building.
1: Yeah. He looks so sad. I know
0: very dejected yeah and i'm sorry but i don't think those rooms uh windows open <laughs> no they never On open purpose, when you need them to <laughs> so someone sneaks in and comes up behind him starts clobbering him over the head yep. guy with a big really bad perm yeah. um starts beating him up he he hits him in the face and then he brings him over to the open window and is like Trying to shove him out the window. He's mm-hmm. doing his best to fight it, but then the guy uh, who looks like kind of like Lou Ferrigno.
1: Yeah, right. Doesn't he? Yeah.
0: Um, he throws him out the window, and he just goes flying. Yeah. Ooh, know. I love that. I That's my favorite.
1: Love
0: I love... They just showed the mm-hmm. um,
1: Jefferson. Um,
0: Jefferson Memorial. I love that one. It's my favorite. Yeah. So it was a pretty was picture a of Jeopardy it. At night, mm-hmm. sure. It's really pretty. What were you saying, Jen? I'm sorry. I cut you off when I was drooling over uh, the monument. <clears the throat>
1: I was just saying. I think the guy who pushed him out the window with the bad perm was one of the henchmen that
0: was oh, yeah. stunt man. Yeah, you're right. Oh. Yeah, he is. He's you know, and we'll see him. And we'll talk about it later. But he's huge. He's like yeah. towers over Bruce. We'll talk about it in a little bit. I'll but just yeah, take a closer
2: look at him.
0: Yeah, he's huge. Both of them are. Hmm. Okay. So then Lee opens the door for Amanda, and they they finished dinner, and he survived it. See, he looks so good in that dress coat. Mm-hmm. Ugh. yes. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> One of those, please. <laughs> so a man is like, you know, what's going to happen? He's like, he's going to lose everything. Why is she? She's like super close to him. Look at where her headrest is. Head and then she's ass. like, they're like shoulder to shoulder.
2: If you are riding next oh, to Oh, don't get me in, wrong. In but, the car with that dress code, where would you be?
0: Yeah. Her hair looks better there. Yeah. Maybe because you can't see the helmet part of it, but... <laughs> They, but she is sitting, like, super close to him. I would, too.
2: Why? I would, too, exactly. But maybe it's the, like, the way that the cameras angled.
0: There's Look at how close their shoulders are, though. That's not, well, that's there's, what I'm like. I'm saying
2: it's like the camera view, because otherwise he would kind of be cut off, and you couldn't tell. Maybe. Where the car, I don't know. I mean they
1: probably have to be close together to get them both in the shot yeah
0: i agree yeah. but i'm just like dang she's like super she's like almost sitting on his lap mm-hmm. <laughs> plus isn't
1: it like the bench seat days where they just yeah. have
2: that big mm-hmm
0: it is definitely maybe he's he um turned the wheel so she'd scooch and yeah, slide right. over
2: <laughs> she's so light that she'd just topple right into his lap if he did it hard enough <laughs>
0: Oh, my. Uh, So Lee's saying that the Pentagon's in an uproar. The Air Force has lost too many planes in one year. And he said in the last month, single planes have gone down in Arizona, Utah, New Mexico, California. He's like, and then the colonel squadron. She's like, why did it crash? He's like, according to the investigative report, pilot error. And he's like, they, they... The board rejected the colonel's... Hold
2: on, now she's all the way back on the other side. I know, see, that's what I'm
0: saying. She's like... And her hair looks way better there. It looks so much better here. (laughs) You guys are the hair. So he said the review board rejected that in the colonel's case, that it was pilot error. Mm -hmm. Um, She's like, well, that's an awful lot of planes for one month. He's like, hmm, yeah. And she goes, is that normal? He's like, no, it isn't. That's why people are so upset.
1: I don't understand why... They would court martial him for planes going down. I mean, he's not shooting them down, or
0: right.
1: I mean, I know he's responsible for the squad. but It seems like it's kind of placing blame in the wrong area.
0: Right. Well, whomever. I mean, we know who it is, but they're they're deflecting the the uh, blame so that they that he goes down for it, and then they're you know scot free on it. Honestly.
1: Right. Yeah, but what case is somebody gonna make? Your squadron's going down and it's your That followers. They were
0: doing a, a dangerous maneuver that they shouldn't have been doing. Mm-hmm. And he's saying, no, it wasn't dangerous. That's why he was so touchy about it.
1: Yeah, I guess. I don't know what the other planes were doing in the other states, but. Right. Yeah. Well, those were single planes.
0: <laughs> Remember, they said those were single planes. This was the squad, the only squadron that went down.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: But I guess I kind of understand what you're saying, Jen, too, because it's like he is accused of of or he's being court-martialed for the fact that his squadron went down but the whole premise like the issue of the show is that there are like secrets being traded so like how did the well two no intertwine? because
0: no because it's not that they're secrets it's that they're they were testing we're kind of jumping the gun but they were testing that scrambler yeah and that's what was taking it down so they had to show that it works if, for those people to buy it Oh. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. I mean, I just fundamentally, like, unless he ordered them to do this risky maneuver. That's what like, I'm saying. That, well,
0: and Jen, think, think of it. The then. buck stops here kind of thing, you know? So whoever is in charge, and those people are dead. So it's not like they could be court-martialed, right? So
2: someone's someone's trying to sell the scrambler. They had to show that, that, that it, it works. Worked. And so he's being court-martialed because it's also suspicious that of those why would, he would be doing it.
0: That those, that, that, that would, that it's suspicious that about that's not why he's being court-martialed that it's suspicious. It's that he had them doing what they're saying is dangerous and it wasn't pilot error. So he must've been, something must've gone wrong. So who do you blame? You blame the, the, the flight leader.
1: Well, they can understand an investigation, but a court-martial. Yeah. Anyway,
0: yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. they have to make it so that it's, yeah. you know, a, a uh,
1: yeah,
0: exciting and it's a bigger deal. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And Lee's like, as Amanda's poking holes in this, she, he's like, yeah, that does seem strange. It's like he's finally like looking at it through more clear colored glasses.
2: Right.
0: And he's like, I mean, he goes, I mean, maybe it's just a coincidence. She goes, maybe it's not. Mm-hmm. He's like, he's so busy playing attorney that he can't see what's going on in front of his own face. Now she's close to him again. He's like, hold on.
2: <laughs>
0: tire squealing. <laughs> she always looks like, oh crap! He's going too fast, <laughs> and he's got the oh.
2: wheel going, <laughs> moving it all around. Uh huh.
0: Oh, now, so when they get back to this, when they come back to the the Colonel's hotel, mm-hmm. that hotel is actually used in Fast Food for Thought mm-hmm. in season three. It is now a Marriott, and it. Um, was almost we we did look at it for the 35th reunion venue
2: very exciting because
0: it, it had it's been used in a couple of episodes in season season three and then obviously in this season so i have some pictures of the the building so when they're looking up they're actually looking at
1: well they better fix those windows
0: <laughs> yeah right close windows well i don't think those open <laughs> i think they yeah, just had that no, one particular one that was open crazy. <laughs> yeah it was probably for them to smoke though, Jen. Remember they could smoke back then. <laughs> oh <God. laughs> so crazy. But um yeah, so when you go in this, this is kind of a covered um area that yeah. you drive into and then you go and like park. Really parking. Mm-hmm. yep. Yeah. But it we walked in there and stuff. It was really cool. It's cool. Yeah, it was neat. But yeah, it's a Marriott now. Hmm. I don't know what it was at the time. It could have been something more like a private one or it could have been I don't know what. Yeah. But, so, obviously, something's gone on. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, there's an ambulance there and somebody under a covered sheet. So, we know what that means. And I think that's Ballard, who yeah. had has just fallen to his death. Mm-hmm. Poor Elise doesn't even know it. Right. And, Was pushed to his death. Yeah. Her
2: hair looks a little better there.
0: Ugh. It's still rough, I but, I mean, I'll take it's it over. It's always to...
2: on the scale of, is it as bad as the short hair with the button earrings? Yeah. <laughs> The answer is always no, so oh, then it's fine. Yeah, he does look short there, doesn't he, he? He is short. He's a little short guy.
0: I want to see him up against uh, next to Amanda. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's even taller than him. Yep. Yeah, so you're right. Maybe it is yeah, a little Napoleon.
2: He's got that hat perched way So he's up.
0: probably like 5'6", five, 5'7". Five, yeah. Yeah. How funny. Yep. So Lee's like, don't you find it a little coincidental? He's like, uh, this sergeant who supposedly has information relative to your case Took a dive and had and had two tickets to Hawaii in his pockets. Mm-hmm. He's like, I don't buy it.
2: You've been playing James. Bond You've been Bond playing too James long.
0: Bond too long. Yeah, you're right. He, you've been playing James Bond too long. He's like, sir, if that what they're saying is true, then you are in danger. So he's 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 kind of trying to get him to realize like the situation is pretty dire right. and something's awry. You know, mm-hmm. something's it's going worth on.
2: Investigating. Yeah, it's at more least. Than yeah,
0: and it's like he's like uh you owe it to your men to stay alive and, and get get to the truth so he's smart he's mm-hmm. using what is obviously very um important, important mm-hmm. to to current the colonel and uh and it works yep because he's finally he goes all right you win and they're both like whoa <laughs> it was a little too easy mm-hmm. he's like okay then So I'm not sure why he needs to be somewhere else. Why can't he just stay in Lee's apartment? No one would know he's there. Yeah. There's no reason to except to get him to be with Amanda. Mm Mm-hmm. You know? Yep. Like, they wouldn't know where.
2: But it's also making sure that he is out of the way, not doing his own investigating. Maybe. Um, Have Amanda keep an eye on him because.
0: Nothing other bad happens when Amanda's around.
2: And, I mean, when you think about it. (laughs) Oh, wait. Oh well, then his friend never would have. But if he would have gone to his friend like he will, and he took him to leave, back to Lee's, he would have been all alone. And then yeah, he would that's, died. True. Died. that's true. that's so. true. Yeah, she can
1: play hostess and yeah, keep him company. Yeah.
2: And and yeah. he's pretty domesticated too. He settles down when he's in her company, not so yeah. He's and, very
0: calm and yeah. and not trying to one up anybody. Right. You know. Yeah. Probably because there's not that testosterone mm-hmm. too. And she's you know, very calming, very soothing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very, she puts people at ease. Really. Yeah.
2: Really easily. Yeah.
0: So she invites him over. She's mm-hmm. like, "Yeah, the mother and the boys are going to be at the circus, and I was just going to make cookies for the scout jamboree, so he can come over and keep, you know, me company." Yep. And uh, and then the colonel's like, "I wish you two, you know, wouldn't uh, just like make plans for me." He's like, uh, "Don't make your mind. Don't make up my mind for me. I have been taking care of myself for almost sixty years, and I don't want the two of you making my decisions for me." And she's like, "Yes, sir." <laughs> And he's like, I will be delighted to spend the day with you. So he can be charming. Oh, yeah. For sure.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You can see where Lee gets the charm, too. Right. You know. And and, and honestly, it kind of shows where Lee has some of that rigidity and that stubbornness. Yeah. You could see it kind of, mm-hmm. you know, that's how he grew up. So maybe that's when those flare. But then you also see the charming, too, on both mm-hmm. of them. So it's kind of like they're similar. Yeah. Yeah, definitely good acting by both of them. Yeah, they seem to play off each other, pick up each, uh, mm-hmm. each other's traits,
2: and yeah, it's mm-hmm. cute.
0: You kind of get the sense that they really are related. Yep, I like how he throws up his arms mm-hmm. like, oh jeez. <laughs> so now he's got his Corvette back. Why? Because he doesn't need to take the Colonel anywhere, right? Yeah, with Amanda, so just happens to be back from the shop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the Colonel's over at Amanda's, and Lee's at the office with Billy. Um, kind of bringing him up to speed mm-hmm. so billy's like isn't it just possible that the maneuver was was just dangerous and uh he's like when when it comes to the colonel his his men are the most important thing to him and and he's really good at you know being the commanding officer so he he goes if he says it's safe it's safe mm-hmm. so he does trust him in some regard but in others Maybe that. Lee says his only sin is that he's an innovator in pro- in a profession that doesn't accept change. That's very true.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: About the them not accepting change. They're very much this is how we've always done it, so we will always do it this way kind of thing. Yeah. So Francine comes in and says that um, Homicide found cuts and bruises on Ballard. And uh, he's like, well, it could have been from the fall. And and Lee's like, he fell on his back. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So that doesn't, it's not like he hit anything on the way down, you know. Right. Although he is O positive blood type.
1: Mm -hmm. I'm O
0: negative. I'm a universal donor. No, Ballard is B. Oh, oh, the blood. Oh, I'm sorry. I missed that. Okay. Never mind. Ballard is B, the
2: other guy. The guy, or the blood that's not Ballard's is O positive. And that was okay. on his shirt. Gotcha.
0: So the bad guy was mm-hmm. a universal donor. Ah. I'm guessing he probably didn't donate too often. Doesn't, Doesn't seem, seem the, the type. type. Yeah. <laughs> Not at all. Yeah. <laughs> so Lee's like, hey, I really want to look into this. And he's like, yeah, go ahead. But you really need to, you know, stash away your uncle. And he's like, already taken care of? She's He's over at, at Amanda's.
2: What do you think of her? Her outfit. So she's all geek. That she gets to go to Prince Hassad's little reception or whatever, yeah. and she's like, Oh well, thank god I wore my designer original. This outfit is heinous. <laughs> she should have worn her sweater dress. She looked beautiful in that and this she's got like this weird ass, like poofy armed polka dot vest with yeah. a very short tall sleeve, yeah, like- Collar, red shirt, with a weird V shaped gold necklace and giant I mean giant silver. Huge are they big are they big, earrings. Lexi? Like, just could not be bigger <laughs> earrings. Her hair and makeup look spot on, though. Mm, I like, I don't know about her hair. It, it's a kind of helmet head. Yeah, helmet but I mean, for the 80s, it looks pretty yeah. good. It
1: seems like designer stuff always has to be a little wild. Yeah. I, that's I don't know like either, but <laughs> yeah.
2: It looks not, I would not wear that to and a princess kind of reception. you know, in that. that, you know, notion.
1: yeah, it's a
0: little crazy. Oh, so, actually, the the colonel is back at his officer's club and is talking to his friend. Right. Air quotes. Uh, Spoiler. (laughs) Spoiler alert. Uh They're talking about the current situation. And Patterson says, you know, he he seems to be trying to pull information from Colonel Clayton. And uh, he's explaining that his nephew, Lee, is is trying to get to the bottom of this and is investigating and he's like well I hope you can do it he can do it fast he's like uh, you can count on it I've lost five of the finest pilots in the military if someone else is responsible for their deaths I'll see him hang well <laughs> and the guy's like I'll drink to that
2: is a lieutenant less than a colonel?
0: Yes. Okay. Or I, what did he say? I don't
2: know. I, was just, I thought it was just lieutenant, but
0: I... I so thought he was... Like, no, he's, he's was too old, old to be a... Oh, no, he's a general. Okay. So, actually, so Patterson... No, Montel,
2: Montel is a lieutenant.
0: He's yeah, but he's lieutenant. not Montel. That, that not old not. guy is Patterson. Montel is the younger lieutenant. Oh,
2: shit. So, he's even higher up? That makes yeah. it so much worse. Yeah. So,
0: Patterson is a general.
2: Who is Patterson?
0: Patterson's that guy right there.
2: Okay. Who is... Montell
0: is the guy that takes him to Amanda's who comes up here in a second. Okay, we'll see him in a second. So okay, so oh, before I forget all this. this no, nope, don't stuff don't start it yet. Easy. Hold on. Mm-hmm. So Patterson is a general. Clayton is a colonel. Okay. Okay. These
2: are all in rank order. Right.
0: Well, so you have Lieutenant Colonel, mm-hmm. and then you have Colonel, mm-hmm. and then you have a brigadier general mm -hmm. then you have a a major general Mm -hmm. then you have a lieutenant general and then you have a general is the top is that that's the top one yeah so he's a general but you don't know if he's a brigadier general i mean he could be a one you know one star two star three star general you don't know Mm -hmm. it just because you're not going to say oh two star general. you know you just say general so but he's at least he's he's higher than clayton okay yeah, and he's obviously older than Clayton too, so it makes sense. But that you can tell they're friends. He's like, "Listen, Bob, I'd like to help you out, but orders are hands off on this one." And he says, "You're a hell of an officer. He really is laying it on thick for sure." Mm-hmm. I wouldn't say it if I didn't mean it, really, wouldn't, wouldn't you? So he says, "Here comes Lieutenant Montel." So this is Montel. Oh, okay. So he's l- l- the lieutenant, hmm. and a lieutenant's kind of is is a load lower, much lower. Sure. So you have a lieutenant, and then you have. Um there's captain and there's major and there's mm. those okay, well, thanks for going through that, yeah, and I'm sure there's more, but uh, it gives mm. you an idea so now montel mm-hmm. um, has brought uh the colonel over to Amanda's and now they're making cookies, mm-hmm. and he's just so he's like actually helping out yeah. and he seems to be really into it, yep, that must have been a fun day to like on the set to have cookies. Mm. <laughs> mm-hmm. everybody gets to eat them. yep
1: thinking of like change out of his is like jacket and put on like a comfortable shirt to cook say, i know that's but. what i
0: was thinking like yeah. roll <laughs> up the sleeves and i always like looking at the bulletin board and the chalkboards behind you know like in the background mm-hmm. what is that picture of on that um it looks like a baby it does look like a baby and, and then weird, like, school foods. party and then all that food and there's a sailboat like postcard mm-hmm. it's interesting all those things yeah you just want to like see what it's up there hmm so this is where they kind of start. You know, she starts very casually, very Amanda like. She she's very good at class C interrogation. Mm-hmm. She she starts having him open up about raising children and and you know not having a manual. And she's like, well, that wouldn't be any fun. And mm-hmm. you know, it's ex, ex, it wouldn't be as exciting as not as much fun. And you know, he was he kind of made it sound like it was a really hard thing for him right. and she's saying oh it's a wonderful thing and he's like i did my best but mm-hmm. he's like you should have seen lee when he first came to me seven years old and the first thing out of his mouth was no and she's like i can believe that mm-hmm. <laughs> and he's saying he was a tough kid he had a little girlfriend alice i think her name was and a few of the boys were giving her a hard time and lee took them all on <laughs> he goes i was proud of him Ugh two black eyes and a bloody nose and he never shed a tear she's like oh <laughs> you mm-hmm. can tell she's like okay and he's like he knew better and she's like yeah i guess he did and then he starts he's like we can't be in the room more than five minutes without fighting which is very true we obviously saw that already right <laughs> yeah
2: uh-huh pot meat kettle <laughs> right i've never <laughs> met
0: anyone's as stubborn as he is it's like yeah look in the mirror buddy <laughs> And this is where you were like what you were saying mm-hmm. that you know he's his own man you know mm-hmm. he's all grown up and he has his own way of doing things her hair looks shorter mm-hmm. he goes and his he's convinced his ways better than mine and you're convinced your ways is better than his so he's like I won't argue I don't argue the fact that Leah's grown up obviously quite and quite a good looking yeah. grown up man <laughs>
2: looking up to his grown-up self
0: colonel he goes you know i bet he would very oh she says you know i bet very much that he would like to hear that you say that he goes yeah well that's not so easy to do you know (laughs) and then he you think it's because he well i know why but i mean maybe he gets feels kind of awkward because there's Mm -hmm. all these feelings you know how lee gets when he has to talk about his feelings and stuff it makes him feel like inadequate and kind of fumbling so then he fumbles and and drops all the cookies yeah He's like, maybe I'm not handy after all. <laughs> so she takes his coat that just got a bunch of cookies dropped on it, and she's going to clean it in, in the uh, laundry room. Mm-hmm. And then the frickin' frat come in.
2: You're right, they are big.
0: They are huge. And even up against Lee, they look huge. Yeah. Oh, there's yellow flowers in there, too. Mm. So they come up, and he's sitting here, uh, walk, you know, talking, and then he doesn't look that short to compared to them, though. Really? I didn't think so. I mean, maybe, like... Is. I mean, he looked
2: a whole head shorter than the blonde
0: guy. Yeah, but that blonde guy. Wait till you see the blonde guy up against Lee. That's Or Bruce, that's what I'm saying. Hmm. So the bad guys come up behind really quietly. See, there's yellow flowers in there, too, in the hmm. other room. Um, comes up to the colonel and, you know, puts a gun in his face. Right. And so he quietly goes with them. Hmm. And then she realizes what's going on and runs out to help. Leaves her front door open, too, yeah. by the way. And then, oh. Oh, around the corner he goes. So then uh, look who just comes, (laughs) just happens to pull up. Yeah, She's like, she looks like she's trying to get him to like honk his horn or something, right? So she's like, go, go, go. He's like, what? She goes, follow that car. They kidnapped, they kidnapped the colonel. She's like, to the right. You can actually only go right. The left is a wrong way. Hmm. It's only one way. Just a little tidbit there.
1: (laughs) Hey, that recipe she rattles off. To get stains out. You
0: guys ever tried that? No, I haven't. Have you?
1: No, that's what I was asking. It
0: was Uh, laundry soap and alcohol, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I guess I could try to
0: look it up. I've never heard that one. Hmm. That's one I haven't heard of before. Yeah. So now we have a chase scene going through the suburbs here. Lee and Amanda are, are trying to catch up to him. And you'd think the Corvette wouldn't have any trouble doing so, you know, but they are firing at him, so... He's doing his best, and then mm-hmm. he finally crashes into some garbage cans.
1: These are the scenes I picture when Bruce was talking about speeding around
0: his <laughs> car. And, and, and Kate, Kate, and Kate yelling.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, he, how much he loved uh, being able to. The cop's sitting right there, and he could just fly past them and they couldn't do anything. Exactly. <laughs> right. And Kate going, "You're going too fast! You're going too
1: fast!" It's
0: so funny. So they are at a um like a little cafe while the car's getting towed mm-hmm. and he's yelling because he didn't ha- even have his car back one day and it's already yeah. going to be back in the shop and and she's like um looks pretty bad doesn't it and he goes well a bullet in the tire and two in the radiator wouldn't make it look good <laughs> smart Alec. now this lady pearl cracks me up yeah yeah <laughs> it's well actually it's more the reaction to her mm-hmm. it's hilarious both of them yeah She's like, I'm Pearl, I'm here. Uh, She goes, uh, stay away from the cheesecake, it's tired. The Today's tips, that's what she calls them. today's tips. Uh (laughs) Uh, She cracks me up, stay away from the cheesecake, it's tired. The apple pie is a good bet. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, he's like, I'll just have coffee. She goes, no pie? He goes, no, thank you. (laughs) She goes... Uh, She goes, how about the missus? She's like, just coffee. That's fine. Just coffee. She goes, well, are you sure that's all you want? She goes, yes, that's all. Thank you very much. (laughs) And she seems totally put out by that. Right. Oh, that's hilarious.
2: She gave you her tips. Are you not even going to follow any
0: of them? Hello. Oh, that's so funny. But you can tell Lee's really upset uh, and frustrated that they can't find, you know, that they lost his uncle. Right. And he's worried about him. And um, he's like, well, he is my uncle. She's like, yeah. She, and then the lady comes back. She goes,
1: It's not too late to change your mind about the pie. No, no pie. Just coffee. Thank you. Like, back <laughs> off, lady. I had
2: those waitresses and
1: waiters <laughs> that are like, hey, Oh, okay. I'll have a pizza. I know, yeah. right?
0: Just to have it. Mm-hmm. But it was so funny. She's like, No, mm-hmm. no pie. Just coffee. Thank you. Yeah.
2: <laughs> so funny.
0: And the lady's like, wow.
2: <laughs> I never.
0: That was hilarious. And he's like, I'm the one who stashed him at your place. She goes, well, that's because you thought it was safe. He's like, we've got to concentrate to find him. Now let's backtrack. And she, and she knew exactly what time that they, that, uh, they got there. Mm-hmm. And she's like, 118. He looks at her. She goes, I put the, last, the first batch of cookies in the oven, and I checked my watch. <laughs> he's like, right, right. And he said he'd been, uh, he, he goes, now, did he say where he'd been or if he'd talked to anybody? She said, not a word. Lieutenant Montell dropped him off. He goes, Montel. She goes, yeah. Didn't he take a cab? She's like, no, Lieutenant Montel dropped him off. So they got a a lead. Yep. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: So now they're not even having pie or anything. They're not even having coffee.
2: He had one sip of coffee and she had Oh, did she? (laughs) That's how she stays so skinny. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, that's weird. Exterior. Yeah. That's a little freaky. Definitely couldn't have that here in Michigan.
0: No. Freezed it up. Yeah. So they're in his hotel. It must. I mean, it looks like a hotel. It Mm -hmm. looks like the same hotel that um, Ballard Ballard took a nosedive from. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she's like nobody's home.
2: (laughs) If this was me, I like they may have knocked on the door. I would have been home. I just wouldn't have answered it.
0: So oh yeah yeah, you don't
2: answer the door for anything. You
0: need to get that ring thing. I know it's awesome. Julia
2: was supposed to look into it because. because uh, it's exterior, it's technically uh, modification, so she has to oh, like, check with the board first. It's just she a it. doorbell. I, I totally get it, but it's still considered an exterior. Oh, they geez. even say like modifications to the doorbell in the not the charter, but anyway, oh, we would like to because our door is like the nine panel glass, um, so you can't even have a peephole. Wow. Yeah, so we don't you have a the big the door. <laughs> Yeah, and then they would see us. So. Yeah, kind of a two way. Yeah, no, I love, I
0: love it. It's Mm -hmm. amazing. Yeah, it's It's on my list. So much better. But
2: she needs to do the research before I buy it. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, this would I would just about die um, because I would have not answered anyway. Yeah, and you'd be like, "Who's coming in here?" I know. Yeah, (laughs) I'd be like, "Oh shit, I gotta go. I gotta jump out this window." (laughs) (laughs) I was gonna say you can jump out the window. They do open apparently.
1: That's why you have to pull the the safety lock on. Oh yeah, you could've
0: you got yeah, you could have put that little thing on there. They couldn't have gotten yeah, in Yeah,
2: it's really easy to if it's a hotel one, you know, you just have to stick something in and you can swing it right out. <gasps> Mm-hmm. That's why I always, in a hotel, fun fact, I always shove up a chair up against the door. Well, they have those <laughs> so things. That I know
0: that they'll come in. They have those things now. Um, I saw them on sale. Mm-hmm. Um, they, you, they're they like a wedge thing that you just, mm-hmm. you can put it in your bag and then you bring it and then you stick yeah. it in there. They cannot open
2: that door. Sometimes um, we we have uh, like a wedge, but it's more like a doorstop. And mm-hmm. some doors do it, especially with the carpet. Sometimes they just slide right back. Oh, so okay. it depends on the door. But when all fails, I just shove up a chair. Um because I want to know if they're coming in. Yeah. At least I'll get some time to...
0: To, to prepare yourself? Yeah,
2: to prepare. Oof. <laughs> anyway. Well,
0: Amanda's the lookout, and yeah. she she's like, all clear. And then all of a sudden, somebody's coming by, and mm-hmm. she's like, oh. And so they're on their knees. They actually use this later, too, in... Um, Santa's got a brand new bag. They use the same technique of mm. diversion yeah. for the contacts. Uh-huh. Yeah. Hmm. I like how uh, he keeps saying uh calling her sweetheart Mm -hmm. (laughs) my left eyeball is smaller (laughs) than my right eyeball (laughs) the little things that she just comes up with it's over here i can't see a thing he's like there it is i see it she's like oh thank you sweetheart you are the smartest thing Mm -hmm. (laughs) that's so funny so the guy's like okay So they actually do have the door open, Mm -hmm. don't they? It looked like it was open a little bit. So they come into the hotel room and she's like, okay, what are we looking for? He goes, you'll know when you see it. She goes, oh, I hate it when you say that. (laughs) Or no, you always say that. And then what does she do? She goes right to his little boxers. (laughs) Somebody else well, wears blue boxers. boxers. Yeah, somebody else wears blue boxers. Huh? Mm-hmm. They don't do a thorough job. Nope. Like they barely look around, and then she finds uh, that menu with an address on it, and then they just like, okay, let's get out of here. Right. So she found uh, a menu, and it's got one
2: eight four zero. Panta River
0: Panta Road. Road. Eighteen forty was my first house. Cute. She said, "Well, there's no telling how long it's been here." Mm-hmm. He goes, "Yeah." Is there a notebook or any kind of stationery around? She's like, none that I can see. He goes, so if someone called you with an address, you'd jot it down on whatever's available. She goes, sure I would. He's like, good. It might be not be Montel's, but it's the only lead we've got. She's like, all right, let's go. He goes, now wait. He goes, I am. You're going straight home. He always says that. And it's not just go home. It's straight home. Yep. <laughs> like, don't go anywhere else. Do not pass go. Do not click $200. Mm-hmm. He goes, I can't have you come and and have to go through, I might have to go through their personal belongings and I can't have you do that twice in one day. (laughs) So then she makes him uh, call. She's like, you better call in an hour. He's like, I'm not going to call. She goes, if you do not call in an hour, I'll worry. Mm -hmm. And if I worry, I'll probably show up there. I know the address. (laughs) (laughs) She's
1: so cute. He's Mm -hmm. like,
0: all right, all right. And she's like, okay. I love it. And then she's like, wait. <laughs> and she has to look out to people. It's clear. He's like, Are you sure? She said, was positive. <laughs> He's such a smart Alec. So, this is that state that you mentioned earlier, right, Jen? Mm-hmm. What was it called again? Um, I think
1: it's like a Lloyd. I don't have it in front of me right now, but Lloyd something a state. But, um, yeah, the outside is a little strange here, but I definitely recognize the
0: inside. Yeah, it's different. I mean, it's nice that they use something different. They don't, you know, they always seem to use the same tired old, you know. Yeah, it's not the typical baddie house. Yeah, the baddie house. But they they couldn't use that big, huge, fancy one because that one would be too ornate and too fancy and too big for this colonel to have. You know what I mean? Or general to have, you
2: know? Well, he
0: mentions that later on, too, is how do you think I'm able to right, afford all this? Right, but that's one thing. That other place would be, I mean, millions and millions and millions. I mean, you yeah. see that place up close. It is, like, enormous. Hmm.
1: It's called Harold Boyd's Green Acres Estate. And it's on Green Acres Drive
0: in Beverly Hills. Green Wells. Acres, it's the place to be.
1: You haven't visited that
0: yet? No, I haven't been there to that one. Lee, quote, un- unquote lee it's not really him mm-hmm. uh pulls up and then gets out of the car the agency car and kind of goes up behind the house in kind of the wooded area and is kind of doing a sneak attack on this place and uh now it's lee but before it wasn't lee yeah i love those doors though mm-hmm. that that patina on them and stuff it's oh yeah. and that room's really pretty look at the floors look at those so floors the floor is beautiful the fireplace going that's that's an original fireplace <laughs> so he hears someone coming and so he hides in a kind of in a a closet mm-hmm. and then it appears the maid shows up to vacuum <laughs> so they actually waste a little bit of time here mm-hmm. <laughs> letting her set up and everything she just plugged right into the floor we have those two hmm we cover them up with the rugs but there's that's two nice. out- outlets there so he uses the sound of the vacuum to just go right mm-hmm. past her he like tiptoes yeah <laughs> that's kind of cute so he's kind of doing a search he's not really sure what he's looking for but he's going look at those stairs that's very pretty, very pretty. That-, that estate's very pretty it's nice that they use something different though really
2: mm-hmm.
0: the vacuum stops mm-hmm. and he's kind of upstairs now kind of not sure where to go. I mean, it's so big. What? I mean, where, where do you even start? Right. You know, it'd be like a daunting task. And he goes into uh, a study. It seems mm-hmm. very, very uh, wood centric. Yeah. yeah, definitely a study. And he spots a scrambler on the the table there. I don't know what code. I mean, he just starts typing in a bunch of stuff, and then it mm-hmm. starts going like I. You kind of wonder how he knows enough to put things, you know, like what he what it would do. Right. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, it's not obvious, that's for yeah.
0: sure. Yeah. It's not very intuitive, and he just starts punching in codes, and then it gets he gets it to work,
2: so. Mm-hmm. Beep boop. Beep boop boop boop. All of these, yeah, like the, the little noises. So it was mm-hmm. going
1: like... Yeah.
2: <laughs> like laser yeah. sights and stuff. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Lots of colors. Mm-hmm. Very old keyboard. Yes. <laughs> but he obviously knows what it is, um, and... He, he shuts it down. Oh, look at the fancy phone. So he starts kind of just going through a bunch of papers and drawers and everything. And then he hears some, some people talking. Or maybe he doesn't hear them. There's some commotion going outside. Those two big goons are... are So he gets out of the study and he's walking down the hall. And then Lou Ferrigno yells out, Hey, you! <laughs> So then, the other big guy comes after him. These are definitely your stump, dub, um, stump guys, mm-hmm. Jen.
1: Yeah, along with a carefully placed plant. Yes,
0: yeah. yes. <laughs> and that knocks out that big guy, please. And then Lee goes, Lee goes out the window down uh, the trellis there, mm-hmm. and the guy's trying to get him, and he goes back in, and then they they both capture him. He, that guy is all legs. My goodness, yeah. he is just legs. Oh, now there's a new skinny guy. Look how mm-hmm. tall he is. Yeah, I mean, look at Bruce. He is huge. Mm-hmm. That's the guy who I was thinking I was so big. And then look at this guy. He's like...
1: Yeah, they're both They're big both
0: big fellas. Big yep.
1: The guy with the guns I was talking
0: about. Oh, my gosh. He's like four he's or five tall. inches taller than Bruce. <laughs> yeah. My yeah. gosh. Dang. So now we're in... It looks like this is a different room. This is more like a... Um, because. Like a trophy room. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And the two big guys are uh, tying Lee up in the chair. He's like, you two have a nice little re- reunion, you hear? <laughs> so Lee's trying to get himself free, and he's like, the colonel's like, it's no use, I already tried. He goes, sir, I may know a trick or two that you don't. And he's like, he goes, who do you think trained you suits in the first place? The military, that's who. They're just always so combative. Mm-hmm. He's, and Lee's explaining how he found him, that it they found it in Montel's hotel room, and he's Wait. like Montel. He goes, yeah, and he goes. And next time, take a cab. <laughs> so he's saying Montel's in up to his eyeballs in it, and so is whoever's in, that owns this house. And uh, he's like, I found a scrambler. He's like, what kind? He's like the kind that you can um, use to to bring down a squadron. And the colonel's really ticked off. He's like, someone's going to pay dearly. And he's like, does anybody, anybody else know you're here? And he's, he's like, yeah, Amanda does. He goes, I promised to call in the hour. It's got to be that about right now. How convenient. Mm-hmm. He goes, look, if I don't call her, she'll show up. He goes, are you sure? He goes, I know Amanda. She's got a good head on her shoulders. She's very resourceful. Aw. she's Anyway. I taught her everything she knows. He's so cocky. (laughs) And just as he says that, the doors open up. I love this. And they're like, got her by the arms. And then she like just they're like, like carrying her. And her legs are just dangling. He goes, everything she knows, huh? And he like gives him a snide look. He goes, have a seat, Mrs. King. (laughs) She does try to get away Mm -hmm. with her uh, white and red Nikes on. (laughs) So they put her in the chair, and then they're tying up her hands, her arms, her forearms to the chair. <laughs>
1: she had like, at that look. I know. I know.
0: So they realize that Ted, the general, mm-hmm. is in on this up to his eyeballs as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and Lee's like the general here is responsible for taking down the the squadron. He he jammed the flight control, so he's like giving out the whole plot. Like he's explaining everything. He goes, those were those those were our boys that you killed. He goes, Oh come on, Bob, take a look around. You think this my salary could support this kind of lifestyle? Ugh. For thirty pieces of silver, huh? He's like, I've been giving out pieces bits and pieces of information for years now. And then he explains that Ballard came down with a bad case of remorse, so he had they had to take him out.
1: Mm-hmm. What is that lamp on the end table? Is that a hoof? face
0: oh I didn't see it yeah it's really,
2: it looks really like weird. oh
0: now I see it it doesn't it looks like an oh, elephant I, one what
2: is that oh that's I awful anything like that before. Yeah, I hope it's I think fake we were spot on with the trophy room I just yeah animal carcass trophies. gross yeah.
0: that's what I meant like trophy that's what I meant by animal like mm-hmm. animal trophies yeah yeah so they're all trying to get out and uh he's like I don't think he's planning on keeping any witnesses she's like Lee you know those tennis lessons I've been taking? He's like, yeah. She goes, well, I flex my forearms so that when I relax, I should be able to slip right out of these ropes. <laughs> He's kind of like smirks at her.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> She's squirming yeah, around. Yeah. He's watching her. He's kind of like, mm-hmm. that guy doesn't look as nice uh, without his uh, uniform on, does yeah. he? So they're taking the scrambling machine, whatever that is. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're going to go to the airport. Yep. So Lou Ferrigno's taking him to the mm. <laughs> airport, and then the big blonde guy is supposed to um, not leave any witnesses. True. And they don't want to find any body. They don't want the bodies found. So Amanda scrambles out, thanks to her tennis lessons so that we've never heard about till now. She is like, "I knew it would we work." He goes, "Lee was right about you, Amanda. He said you were very resourceful. That's got to make her feel good." Good. She goes, well, I do the best I can, sir. I love that. The look he gives her when she accidentally grabs his derriere is hilarious. She's like, oh, I'm so sorry. And then she almost cuts off him. Yeah, cuts off something important with that sword. (laughs)
1: It reminds me of the belt scene. Yes. And mm-hmm. fire. Double agent.
0: Yeah. yeah. It totally does. It's so cute. I love those little, you know, quirky things they do. So they're heading out, but then they hear somebody coming. So he has Clayton and Amanda step back, and then he just wallops the guy as soon as he walks in the door yeah. and knocks him out. Talk about getting caught off guard. hmm So they head to Able Air, which they actually use Able Air. They actually use this a couple times. Uh, in season three and i think in four as well we were there and it looks the same Mm -hmm. that the roof line's the same The inside you could see the paint on the walls is the same it was yeah it was the same it was pretty cool so they are getting in uh they're going to able air to head out with the scrambler they're putting it in a plane and apparently the general is going to go sell it
2: make that money
0: yeah nice scruples there buddy way to have some integrity
2: mm-hmm.
0: and then lee pulls up with clayton and amanda And <laughs> clayton's in the back that that cracks me up <laughs> <laughs> he's like well there's no one around they must be inside blessed right in there we'll surprise them he's like no it's better if we see what the situation is and he's like, "It's not some dogfight in Korea. Mm-hmm. He goes, "This is my territory if you don't territory, if you don't mind, I'll give the orders." And then he says, he doesn't want any danger. He doesn't want to endanger the life of a civilian, mm-hmm. which is nice, even though she's not really a civilian. Yeah, he's like, I may need you to mop mm-hmm. up. <laughs> yeah, so see those walls there are all, all different colors. Mm-hmm. those are still all different. Oh those gosh. are the same colors. They haven't painted them since the eighties. Crazy,'t that funny. So now Lee and the colonel are kind of um, hunched up there together. <laughs> What's the word I'm looking for? Huddled up? Huddled up. Mm-hmm. Gosh, I cannot. They're huddled you brought,
2: you up. You got like the first couple letters. Yeah. yeah. They're huddled up
0: together mm-hmm. and trying to figure out a plan. And yeah. Lee's like, I'm going to go around back. Just give me some time before you go in uh, through the front. So it's kind of nice. They're, they're working together nicely, I think.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And surprisingly, Amanda's staying in the car so far. So far. So far.
1: Hey, and one of the henchmen is carrying the case is wearing Lexi's favorite pants.
0: Oh, oh the big pockets.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they're not I the same. The same pants he was wearing.
0: They're not the same without without uh, Lee's tush in there. <laughs>
1: You're talking
2: about the big one, Jen, the big guy. Um. Yeah, the one
1: with the like the gray jacket.
2: Hmm. Oh um, yeah, they do kind of look. They look like, like the same ones.
1: Yeah. yeah. I don't know why it's
0: that exact style. Yeah, we know.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so Lexi's like, probably like Ugh. Yeah.
0: cringe-worthy pants. So uh, they're opening. You're right, Jen. <laughs> they're opening up the uh, doors so that the plane can come out, and Lee is up uh, in the roof frame area mm-hmm. there, and not really Lee, <laughs> yeah. but uh, and they pulled the blacks from the plane. So Amanda sees that you know the plane's going to be mm-hmm. pulling out, so she jumps in the driver's seat Mm -hmm. and turns the car around so that she can block the the plane yep and then lee aka his stuntman uh starts swinging from the from the uh rope and then knocks out the guy in front yep and then the colonel comes in from the back in the back and 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 knocks out the guy the other guy the uh, lou ferrigno looking guy yep in the black leather and Lee sees that he needs some help, which is cool. Mm-hmm. So he comes running. And then Amanda pulls right in front of that plane. So that was pretty good, too. Yep. Because now he can't get away. So she takes care of the old guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then uh, Lee's taking care of Lou Ferrigno. And now. Oof. That
2: looks like it hurt. Yeah. My back. I know. I, that. I was like, oh. The <laughs> colonel takes
0: on the general. And they're fighting. So that should be. Oh, <laughs> I love her. <laughs> uh huh. <laughs> She's like simulating the uh, the pain that they're going through, I think. Yeah. <laughs> Boy, they're getting really close to those blades, man. Yeah. Oof.
1: I know. I'm always worried someone's gonna get pulverized.
0: I know. Just like an accident. Oof. Yep. Ooh Lee. I
1: know. He's gonna
0: he doesn't need a haircut, man. Yep. So Amanda sees uh that Lee's in, in need of some help. Mm-hmm. So she grabs the red cart and she just Chucks it at that uh, yeah. Lou Ferrigno guy, and then that gives Lee the the, the moment he needs, mm-hmm. and so he takes him on. Yep. But then Amanda sees she see you know she's got the big picture. Mm-hmm. She sees that uh, that one dude uh, is coming around with a big wrench, and he's yeah. gonna he's gonna hit the colonel. So he goes after him, which is awesome. Nice mm-hmm. teamwork. And before he has a chance to hit, he knocks him out with his mm-hmm. left, and then the colonel hits him with his right. Yep. He said, that's for the squadron. Mm -hmm. She goes, looks like you two make a pretty good team. (laughs) He says, well, I'd say we all do. Look
2: at him giving her credit. I know. It's due. Look, that was Clayton doing that. No, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: So now they're back at the restaurant uh, down that same street Mm -hmm. at at, uh, Warner Brothers uh, Ranch. And And they have a window seat. They have a window seat, which is very nice, right? So there's some growth there. So Mm -hmm. he let him have his seat. And then he orders the wine that he um suggested right. before, the 82 yeah. and he says 81. "Oh, sorry you're right he says the 81 and and he's like you're right it is a better vintage yeah so she's like let's drink to family she's in white again
2: mm-hmm.
0: and she goes why don't you make a pack uh, you two make a pack so that you don't wait so long uh, again and uh they're like you're right we shouldn't let another three years go by between visits he's like all right why don't you come to washington for the holiday stay at my place you're already played he goes you already played host he goes come out to the air base and let me return the favor he's like uh no offense but an air force base isn't exactly my idea of a vacation he's like come on my apartment will be more comfortable and she just is watching like oh here we go again Mm -hmm. they can never just agree on anything He's like, my bunk is fine. You spent a good part of your life on them. He's like, that's exactly why I don't ever want to see another one. He goes, you're not putting me out. I'll rent a rollaway bed. Ew. Yep.
2: Because
0: who doesn't want to sleep on a rented bed?
2: Uh
0: (laughs) And then Amanda grabs a glass. She goes, to family. Uh And they're like, here, here. So cute. (laughs) So she again diffuses it, even though it wasn't a big fight or anything. Mm -hmm. But it's cute. Yeah. It's nice. I, I like the growing of the different relationships in this episode. Me too. With Francine's relationship with Lee, mm-hmm. Lee's relationship with his uncle, yeah. Amanda and Lee's relationship. He's mm-hmm. the fir- she's the first person that he thought of. I know she was standing in front of him, but mm-hmm. you know that he thought, she, you know, she was worthy of meeting his uncle, you know right. that he wasn't embarrassed by her, yeah. and,
2: you know, like Yeah, he because might you be. kind of think like if it had been Francine, he probably still wouldn't have mentioned Francine's name. Like, right. to go meet his uncle. Yeah, he'd so. get somebody I else. I totally see what you're saying. Yeah. Like that. yeah. Yeah. It's not like he could invite Randy, baby, because that Oof, no.
0: is done. <laughs> <Oof>. <laughs> so, besides the issues with her hair being long again after it was just short in the previous episode, mm-hmm. um, and the little sex, a little scandal. Um, in the ACM kid, he says his parents died when he was four, and then later on, his parents died when he was five, which we hear in the Triumvirate and uh, Unfinished Business. Um, this one, he says he went to live with his uncle when he was seven, so there's no explanation, at least mm-hmm. in the show. Obviously, there's fanfic, but there's no explanation for what happened between four and seven or five and seven. Mm-hmm.
2: You know? Or what the definitive answer is. Overall. Yeah. Of
0: yeah, if it's four or five when mm-hmm. he died. So and then the whole thing with if he's Clayton and he's his mother's brother, his mother was British, so Clayton does not appear to be British at all. And he's also in the US Army, not in the British Army. Mm-hmm. And his mother's maiden name was Hamilton, so according to, you know, what we've seen in actual canon of the show none of it makes sense mm-hmm. but again i don't think it was ever meant to i think they were just like no one will ever you know yeah. look through this stuff and figure it right. out we can get away with it au contraire man for right 30, we are on that like white on years later, here we
2: are 36 <laughs> technically since the show oh this year is 36 yeah well i mean in the fall but in still. the fall yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah going on 36 yeah you're
0: right Ooh. So they, they did, did say back.
1: that it was his mother's What'd brother?
0: What'd you say? I'm sorry?
1: They did say that um, Colonel Clayton was his mother's brother? Yeah.
0: Uh, and I forget which one. I think it was. It's it must a, have been this one. Unfinished Business?
1: I can't remember. I don't remember that, but
0: maybe. Alpha. Yeah, I can't remember. Or maybe it was, I mean, I guess it could have been his, you know, he could be a half-brother to Matthew Stetson, maybe. yeah i guess i just
1: always thought yeah i don't
2: know he could be last name so it doesn't make any sense he could be a step or half brother right or he could be um like one of their brothers but more like uh, his parents brothers-in-law so like maybe like if he was i don't know about the mother like if he was the mother's brother but if he was if he was the dad's maybe the dad has a sister had a sister and then he was married to the sister and something happened to her just maybe like it could be like a brother-in-law, maybe really complicated. Yeah, it could be. Yeah, yeah. I
0: guess you could. It could be that too. I didn't even mm-hmm. think of that. Yeah, good point. Yeah, good point. Uh, it's time for Dottie's bookshelf, where we'll recommend a couple of fan fiction stories that relate to this episode, a relative situation. Uh, the first one we're going to recommend is called Tennis Lessons, and it's written by Just Browsing in two thousand four, with about fifteen thousand words. And in this episode, Amanda mentions that she's been taking tennis lessons, which this is the first and only time we ever hear that. And when on earth did she find time to to take tennis lessons? Um, Well, if you read the story, you'll find out. And as usual, Lee is a little jealous of Amanda's male friends, Mm -hmm. coaches, neighbors, whatever it could be. It it happens. So even in this one, it happens. Cute. Cute. Uh, The the second story we're going to recommend is called The Atomizer Monomore, and it's written by Rank Amateur in 2002, and it's got about 4,000 words. And how exactly did Lee use Amanda's atomizer? You'll just have to read the story to find out. As always, we'll link both of these stories on our website at mkcpodcast.com in the show notes, but you can also find them on fanfic.net. Ernie the
1: camera's video vault for a relative situation. Longtime fans of the show are drawn in by Lee and Amanda's ultimate relationship later in the series. We like to note all those moments that led up to that relationship, and this episode is one of them. This show, Lee is willing to share more of his personal life with Amanda, and what could be more personal than trusting someone to interface with an emotionally charged relationship with an important family member. In this case, his uncle-slash-father figure after his parents died. Lee wouldn't choose just anyone to trust this with, like, say, Francine, even though it appeared a spur-of-the-moment decision. Later in the series, we see he also trusts her to deal with all the hurt that surrounded his parents' death as well. These moments of trust between Rand and Lee are the special times that connect them. So the first video highlights this with the song, These Are The Special Times, sung by Celine Dion. The video is put together by Love SMK and shows all those touching moments that ended up making... The fabric of their relationship. The second video is based on a beautiful song by John Denver called Follow Me with the video put together by Rafi Five. This song is so sweet and shows Lee actively wanting Amanda to be a part of the vulnerable parts of his life and as the song says, make it a part of you to be a part of me. These videos are on YouTube and we provided links on our website at mkcpodcast.com.
0: Thanks for taking the time out of your day to listen to our show. We hope you enjoyed our discussion and will join us next time when we crash the party and debrief on season two, episode 16, Life of the Party. Thanks, everyone. Bye. 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 Bye.